Trading Nut, episode 141. I think mindset has to come back with the um, do not stress when you have a loss. Um, understand the long-term vision. I think this, the, the thing we talked about, the long-term vision, I think this is probably the key thing for mindset. To, to be honest, this is the key, 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 key thing to understand. The market's going to do something. Your job is not to fight it. The market never, ever runs away. It's always there. That personal diary of trading will make you a much better trader than I could be right about the direction, but wrong about the trade. Don't focus on the monetary side. Trying to make too much money on a trade is what I have seen killed every trader. Your losses offer you some of the greatest insight you can find into your mistakes. Relax, learn the process. Candlestick pattern trading is a freaking trap. Don't be in a rush to become a millionaire. Let the market tell you what the market wants to tell you. This podcast is not financial, trading, or investing advice of any kind. What's up, traders? Welcome to another installment of the Trading Up Podcast. I'm your host, Cam Hawkins, and today we've got Sasha FX Dog on the show. Now, why I like this episode and why part of the reason I got Sasha on, other than the fact that a lot of you guys have asked to get him on, is that he has been taught by a lot of the gurus and mentors out there. So we're talking Wix Don't Lie, uh, Raja Banks, we're talking Ryan Gilpin, we're talking uh, Q Banks, Uncle Ted, Sammy, FX Daniel Savage. So a lot of these guys who are out there uh, who are gurus slash mentors, he's been taught by them. He's done, gone and done their courses. In fact, he's been on the Wix Don't Lie uh, live stream and even runner, I think he said one day. Uh, so what he's done is he melded all these together and come up with his own unique style. So this is quite a unique episode in the fact that you're going to get to find out A, how he melded all these different styles together uh, and B, uh, how he's sort of melded his whole lifestyle around trading and he's able to do what he loves with the dogs and still trade at the same time as well. So guys, that's coming up in a second. Now, one of the things we do touch on in the interview is around probabilities. Now, uh, what I wanted to bring to the floor here today was that I've actually been doing a lot of work with my Robot Builder Club members around probabilities, and we found a really quick way to get a huge amount of data around the chance of things happening on a particular candle. So if you look at a candle in the market that's got a unique format, such as like a pin bar, uh, and you're looking to find out what happens after the pin bar forms, is there an opportunity for a trade in there? Can you get get, uh, get the probabilities in your favor? Then that's what we're doing here over at Robot, Robot Builders Club. We're basically coming up with really, really quick ways to get all the information across all the symbols and all the time frames to tell you whether or not the pin bar is significant and could potentially be used for as part of a trading strategy or the base of a trading strategy to give you an edge. Now, what we discovered this week was that a pin bar breaks the high on the next candle 80% of the time. So that's a huge, huge percentage. But it only breaks the low on the next candle 17% of the time. So with that information, you can actually construct or start to construct a strategy around the pin bar. And with the skills of my, what I teach on my Robot Builders Club, you can automate the whole thing as well and see if you can get something that is profitable. Now, guys, that's all over there at my Robot Builders Club. If you are looking to automate some or all of your trading, then please go and check it out. Go and check the free training out to start off with. It's a pretty short free training. It goes for about an hour. It'll show you exactly what it's all about. It'll give you some more information. There is a bonus video in there. There's a bonus robot as well that you can get your hands on. So there's a whole bunch of stuff in the free training. And if it's right for you, I'd love to see you on the in the Robot Builders Club. While the doors are still open to new members, they will be shutting soon. So please, now is the time to have a look at it and check it out. But for now, let's check out this episode with Sasha FX Dog. 
Hey folks, my sponsors, City Traders Imperium, have just launched some amazing changes to their funded trader program you got to check out. You can now skip the whole evaluation, trade gold as well as Forex, plus they've increased the drawdown you're allowed in both the evaluation and when funded. With C2A, it's even faster and easier to reach up to $4 million in funding with a 50 to 70% profit share. Click the link in the description to find out what else has changed. All right, folks, here we are on Trading Up. We've got Sasha FX Dog here on the show. Welcome all the way from over there in Montreal. How are things? Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. Thank you for having me to, for the show. Thank you very much. Well, look, um, first things first, I want to ask, and I did watch a little video of yours. Have you got this f- finger widget, and what on earth is it, and what does it do? <laughs> okay, so yeah, so you got me. Um, so this, I, it's because I, I got some uh, ADHD. Um, and I need to sometimes just to have something in my hand. I need to move my chair. I need to keep moving. That's why I got a stand-up desk also. You might me see me like putting this desk up at one point. Um, yeah, it just to got something to play with and focus on something sometimes. Uh, yeah. Okay. So it's not like a muscle building thing or anything like that. It's just <laughs> a, a distraction. Okay, cool. Um, I wish maybe I can get my finger stronger to hit those, uh, you know, sell button or buy button uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, I was thinking like, well, I might go and buy one myself if it's like a, a sort of cool little thing. But okay, I probably don't need that. Um, right now, <laughs> let's crack on with the trading stuff. So do you want to start off with like how you first got into this gig? Sure. Um, I got started probably, I got interested in Forex probably around like four, five years ago. Um, I'm really bad with years and dates so i do apologize it's not gonna be exact exact um but yeah probably around five years ago but i didn't pursue into it i kind of saw a facebook ad and it, i think it was mlm uh it was probably iml or something like that um i just saw that and i started researching forex and start to look into it and i was like all right this is very interesting but didn't pursue into it uh, maybe three years ago one of my friends was posting charts you know one of my friends was posting charts and now I kind of piqued my interest. I was like, hold on, wait a second. Now I got someone that I know that do this thing. So let me reach out to him. So I kind of reach out to him, ask him more questions. Like, all right, how did you got started? It's like, oh, I learned from this guy and this guy. And uh, maybe I can hook you up. I was like, okay, perfect. So, so I started to look into it and try to find a coach, right? Because in my mind, if I want to do something, I do a lot of sports. I did a lot of competition. I'm a really, really, really competitive guy. Okay, so I'm really competitive. So when I do something, I want to win. I'm not there for fun. You know, it's just like winning is fun. So let's win, right? Um, so I was actually looking for a coach because um, I think in sports, you cannot achieve anything without a coach. It's like trying to go to the Olympics, trying to win the gold medals without a coach. You know, <laughs> It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. So I was like, all right, let me find a coach because I want someone to coach me through that thing. So I went through different mentors, uh, learned different stuff there and there, um, and finally find one coach that was really listening and answering questions. And this is where he actually kind of took off. This is probably like um, probably two years ago, you know, Uh, probably two years ago, I got really, really more serious into it. I invested a lot in myself also in courses. Uh, But yeah, that's how I got started, Uh, reaching out to a friend and put me in contact answering some basic questions and yeah i was intrigued and i think i think the old economy thing really get got me into it because i like that side of it to understand what's happening around the world um and i find 
trading a very, very interesting thing because it can be easy, but very, very hard. You know, it's, it's an easy way to, easy way to make money, but very hard to, with emotions and, and everything around it, right? So, hey, just jumping in here with a message from my sponsor, Sage Strategies. Do you want to trade gold and crypto like the institutions? Well, now you can, and it's free for 14 days with Sage Strategies, fully automated trading strategies. Check out their live track records for 25 unique strategies, plus they'll host everything for you, which is perfect for beginners and advanced traders or investors. Simply sign up for their 14-day free trial at sagestrategies.io and experience it for yourself. Cool. What I want to do is sort of dive back into the the coaches and, and that journey across uh, getting your education and then uh, as you mentioned before the show you sort of melded it all together to come up with your own style I think the guys will be quite interested in, in how that sort of played out do you want to do you want to elab- elaborate on that sure um yeah um I went to see different coaches like I said I went to see um I mean I, I went to see um Brian Gilpin, Hugh Banks, Savage, uh, Wix Don't Lie um I learned from also Ted from the Wix Don't Lie stream um, Sammy, there's many people that I picked up different things, you know, price action came from, from, uh, from Raja. Um, I would say that support and resistance, I understand from QBanks, um, confluences, uh, Ryan Gilpin learned me the QPs, the quarter points. Um, so basically I took a little bit of something to everyone, grab some ingredient, you know, kind of to going to the grocery store, pick up your favorite ingredient and do a meal with it. Right. So this is kind of what, what I did. I pick up some ingredient for everyone and did my own salad kind of thing. And, and how did you bring the salad together? I mean, did you, uh, what, what was the sort of method of, of going, right, this works. I'm going to carry on using this. How did you work that out? I guess would be with, um, try and error, you know, just like trying some stuff. It wasn't working great tuning in a little bit you know oh this work uh, i was journaling all my trades uh, i was able to go back and take a look it's like all right this work when this happened this work when this happened this ain't working so let's grab that um i was at first i was trading a lot on 15 minutes and man oh man those 15 minutes can have a lot of fake out man and take you out and no time. So I removed the 15 minutes completely from my trading, maybe a year and a half ago, maybe a little bit more. Um, and since then, the difference is huge. My my win ratio has increased. Uh, I mean, and, and all my students also, they're doing the same thing. Also, they kind of block the 15 minutes. Yes, I take a look at 15 minutes just to see what's happening, but I will not take a 15-minute trade Um I would not take the 15 minute as a confirmation because I find it's a weak confirmation time frame. Mm, that's interesting. So, so kind of like this, you know, trying and trying and see what works. Cool. And so, so like at this time, it sounds like you were live trading or were you demo trading these to instead of back testing, obviously. Um, at the beginning, I did a lot of demo trading. Um, I think I did too much uh, demo trading, to be honest. Uh, I'm the kind of guy, like I said, I'm really competitive. So when I launch, I want to be winning. So I was really, 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 you know, focusing on making sure this thing worked before I launched. Um, I had a very, very hard time with money uh, in my past. Um, and now I'm doing awesome. I'm just doing pretty well, even before trading. I mean, everything is fixed now. But since then, I still have this thing in my mind that I'm really tight with my money. 
I don't want to put my money at risk for something stupid or for something I don't understand. So I want to make sure it's it's on the dot, right? So um, so I was doing a lot of demo at first, but after that, I was doing live trading. I was doing live trading, even trying and error. I was going low risk, you know, to understand and still have the um, money involved, you know, because if, if you're only demo trading, the problem is you have no emotions mm. um, and, and you're not going to be managing your trade the same way. So yeah, a lot of live trading. And, and, and yeah. so when you went to live, I mean, are you able to tell us what sort of deposit balance you started off with? My first deposit was, I think it was 8,000. Okay, so yes. it's a sizable chunk. It's, it's, you know, and, yeah. and, and how did you, how did you, oh, I mean, first of all, did you blow that account? Never, um, never. And um, the reason why, like I said, is I'm really tight. I, and sometimes it can be actually um, not a good thing because sometimes I'm, I should risk more, right? I should risk more. And this is something I'm actually working on. Um, and, but this is a mental thing. You know, this is a mental thing. This is blockage I have from the past. So now I need to unblock this, you know, and just go ahead. So usually I risk between 1% or 3%. But now knowing I'm consistent, I know my high probability setup. I should be able to risk a little bit more, you know, uh, but it's something working personally on it. I mean, I think we, um, everyone is still need to evolve in this thing uh, every day. I mean, everything can be better. Right. So, and, and so, so like when you say you're, you know, you, you weren't risking much at the start, I mean, on that 8,000, what would your trade size have been? Um, I was risking mostly between one to 3%. Okay. Okay. So it was between one to three percent. Okay. So you didn't yeah. sort of migrate up to one per three. Okay. Right. So so no. so had you had you lost your first trade, that would have been eight dollars. Uh, oh my gosh! It's a long $8? time ago. One percent. No, that that would be eighty. Eighty. Right? Sorry, eighty dollars. Okay. Eighty dollars. Uh, eighty. Well, I can't remember. No, not eighty. Yeah, oh, eighty dollars would have been eighty bucks. You see, you don't bucks. need to be smart to be trading. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It would have been eighty dollars. It would have been eighty bucks. It would have been eighty yeah. bucks. So eighty bucks. I mean, for, from an emotional standpoint, you were happy on that eight thousand. I could, you know, I could lose ten trades, and yeah, yeah, and, and then that's eight hundred bucks of the eight thousand, which in the whole scheme of things doesn't seem so bad. Uh, so, no, exactly. so when when things started to turn around, do you want to sort of walk us through how that looked? Yeah. Um, I was in a, for a long period of time, I was like going up, going down, going up, going down. I was kind of break even, you know, I was winning some, losing some, winning some, losing some. I was like, God damn, I'm just missing something. What is it? You know? So I started to look at my things and most of it, I was looking for 10 pips. You know, I was looking for a 10 pips win. My stop loss was always around like eight, 10 pips. So the problem was, Every time I was winning, I awesome. I was winning 10 pips. But every time I was losing, I was losing 8 or 10 pips, which is like kind of the same thing. So I was like, this doesn't make sense. So I started to go back to my journal. So I went to, to my journal and look at everything. I use Trixie Journal, which is an amazing journal. So I can go back at it and do a replay mode on my journal, which is kind of cool. Um, this is really, really nice. Um, so I went back on my journal. I went through most of my trades. And I realized that every time I was hitting 10 pips, most of the time, 80% of the time, it was actually going to at least 15 before starting to retrace down. So I was like, all right, so let me start to try that. So I kind of start to put my, I use magic key um, to manage my trade. So I put my O2 break even at 11 pips. So every time 
profit was starting to go to 11 pips, it triggered my auto break even, placed my stop at 0.5 pips in profit, just because I'm allergic to red, you know. So, uh, so, so I put stop at 0.5 pips profit, and my partial TP was at 15. So I was closing 80% of the trade at 15 pips and let the rest run, you know. So by doing this, it was actually the point where I started to see, um, I started to see some improvement because when I was losing, I was losing 10 or 8 pips. And when I was winning, I was in 15 and more, you know? So I was like, mm-hmm. all right, so now this makes more sense. So this is, this is actually was the big, big turning point. And when I removed the 15 minutes time frame from my trading. So I think that those two things was the two major thing that made a huge difference. It just, to, just to clarify. So you, you, you set your stop to break even at 11 pips. Then at 15 yeah. pips, you took all the profit off the table or you let that run even further? 80%. At 15 pips. Yeah. Okay, right. So at eleven, ah, oh, right. So eleven pips, you just set the stop loss, right? Okay, gotcha. Yeah, and then, yeah. Eleven pips doesn't take any profit. Yeah, just put stop at break even. Yeah, because in my mind, I was taking profit at ten pips before, so I was like, all right, so I don't want any more losses, so I'm just gonna place my stop at ten pips. I put it at eleven because the spread, you know. So I put it at eleven pips. That's it, you know. So worst case, if price retrace, I'm at break even. I'm at zero point five pips. Mm. So this is worst case. But 80% of the time, I was actually hitting 15. So it was worth it. I mean, five pips more yeah. per day because I got at least one trade a day by five days. I mean, this is 20 pips at the end of the week, which is 80 pips at the, 80 pips at the end of the month. It started to make a pretty pretty interesting difference. And so, so, so your break even was only like hitting every, what, 20% of the time? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and what about... Well, I have to say, recently... Price action is a little iffy. So recently, I got a couple break even, right? But usually twenty percent. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, Righty ho. So okay, cool. So you've sort of gone through that whole process of of looking at your journal. That journal sounds awesome. Trixie journal, is it? Yeah, Trixie trade. I think uh, I can send you the link. Yeah, but yeah, it's we'll very to... very nice. This is something I refer uh, all my students because this is the best way to journal. Because having a screenshot. Okay, but having the luxury to go do the replay on every trades, and this is actually a live chart, so it's perfect. Yeah, that I've never heard of it before, but that because there's so much you want to actually put in the <clears throat> excuse me in the journal, yeah. but um, it, you can't do it, or it just takes too long, or it's like you'll never go back and review it. That that's 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 and and one of the cool um, perks is you can actually import your trading view chart directly to the to directly to Trixie. Ah, okay. So it's a copy paste link, and boom, wow. it pastes everything in your in your Trixie. Cool, that sounds awesome. So I'm yeah. definitely going to check that out after the show. Now, um, talking about your, your your what you're doing with your trading. I mean, what what symbols are, are you trading? Instruments? What what sort of things are you looking at? I mostly trade GJ. I traded GJ exclusively for probably two years. Um, I would say two years. And the reason why I'm a, I'm a true believer that um, you need to focus on one thing first, you know, master it, understand it. It's like kind of, I always gave the same, same example, you know, it's like trying to go after 10 women. Let me tell you, ain't going to work, right? So, I mean, you got to focus on one woman, understand how she reacts to certain yep. things that you're going to say, um, how she reacts on different events, right? So a pair, I kind of, the pair is the same way. You got to focus on it, understand it, how she moves, uh, how she reacts to news, 
I mean, in all those stuff. So when you focus on that, you can expect stuff to happen when you're looking at the chart. So that's that's why there's sometimes I think impulse entry and I kind of not know, but I can expect that move because I saw that move happen so many times at the exact same time, at the exact same area that it, it not easy, but it's simple for me to take that trade. Um, so yeah, exclusively GJ for a while. Um, after that, at a certain moment, GJ was in a range for so long. I was like, man, I cannot do this. It's just like, it's, it's annoying. So I kind of added back a pair. It was a pair that was actually back this thing already for like three months uh, prior to that. It was GA. Um, so GA is a little different. Uh, it's a little crazy sometimes. I call GA gold's cousin. Because um, <laughs> okay, when it moves and it wicks like crazy. Um, and GA loves to put you in drawdown for 30 minutes, an hour, you know. When you're scalping, 30 minutes, an hour and drawdown, it's long, you know. So, so GA loves to do that. So it's a little different on GA. And recently, because um, I'm doing live stream, right, every Tuesday and Thursdays, um, and for like over almost like, I should say 10 months, eight months, I've been calling trade on gold. And it was, you know, it was winning often, you know. So people was always like, why are you not trading it? I was like, because eh, I don't really need it. I'm focused on GJ and it's doing good. But after a couple of big wins that I called on gold, I was like, all right, this, this, is, this is stupid. Now I should make money on this. And I kind of add gold recently, uh, but very, 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 very low risk since I'm just starting on gold. And like I said, I'm tight with my money. I want to make sure I get everything right before I put my money at risk. Um, so now I'm still testing the water with gold on the live market. Now, yeah, you mentioned you, you've eliminated the, the 15 minutes. What time frames are you using? Mostly 30 minute and one hour. Um, I do my analysis um, on daily and four hours uh, to understand market structure. Um, and I will take my entries um, and setups on 30 and one hour. And GA is a new rule I have for GA. <laughs> Only strictly one hour, 30 minutes couple fake out recently i said all right enough so uh enough only one hour for ga oh, okay right 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 and um what about like how many trades a week do you reckon you'll go through i would say um in a session i can take um probably around like between one to three trades you know it's gonna be around there so usually if i have two losses in a row most of the time, I'm out. I close my MT4. I'm like, all right, come on the next day, and that's it. Um, but most of the time, I will give my trade a second chance. Let's say I got a fir- first loss. Uh, most of the time, I'm going to keep the same bias, but I'm going to wait for a stronger confirmation to give my trade a second chance. And usually, uh, I win on those. Like this morning, it was that. I, thought I took a first loss, but took a pretty good win right after that. Same thing yesterday, actually. Um, so yeah, it's two days in a row that I had to give my trade a second chance. In what session are you trading? Um, New York session, uh, pre New York and New York session. So mostly I start, um, around 5.30 AM Eastern, um, to 9.30 AM Eastern usually. But if I get my setups, I got my win. I leave the chart, you know, around, I can leave the chart around eight. Last year was beautiful. I mean, I was getting setups at 6.30 a.m. and 7.30 a.m. I was done trading. I was like, all right, awesome. Let's enjoy the day. But lately, I mean, for the past six months, 
moves only happen at NYSC open or London close, which is like 9.30 a.m., 10.30 a.m. It's like, gee, <laughs> god damn, right? So in front of the computer for four hours, it's like, come on. Yeah, yeah. But hey, it is well, what and, it is, And right? for me, these, these times are like, uh, like New York's a nightmare. It was the middle of the night, but London is the end of the day. So <clears throat> I can never really enjoy the day. Um, and yeah, that, and that's coming up now. Um, what about uh, what do you think made you different from a lot of the students that you've seen come through and guys that are you, you're obviously helping out that you can sort of see traits? And then you're going, oh, okay, well, I can see that I'm quite I'm quite different in this fact, or I've managed to get over that hurdle. What What are the differences here? Um, that's a good question. Um, what makes me different? I don't think I'm any special. I just think that I never gave up and I have a long-term vision. Um, and this is something, um, yeah, something we can talk about. I mean, long-term vision, it's the most important thing to have if you want to go through this um, journey, right? Um, I mean, trading is the only thing that I know that you can double your income in a month, in six months, in a year, in two years, doing the exact 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 same work you know so i mean ask anyone that's working a nine to five job right now can you double your income next year mm. the answer is no right if i keep looking at the chart the same way i'm looking at it the same trade i just did like i don't know let's say let's say you start to trade let's say you did 50 dollars. all right perfect in a month that same 50 dollars, the same pip win let's say you're aiming for 10 pips 15 pips gave you 50 bucks exact same trade is going to give you 500 yeah and 5000 and 50000 so for me if you don't understand the long term vision you're going to you're not going to make it so for me i think i understood that long term vision at first i mean it's like a doctor right i mean doctors will spend years of studying thousands of dollars into studying for doing that certain income so I'm like, what is like a year, two years, three years, even if it takes me five years being profitable, is it worth it? And the question in my mind was definitely. So I think this probably one of the things that made me different because I understood that right away and I understand that losing was part of the game. It's like in any sport. Like I said, I played a lot of sports, a lot of competition. And I mean, you're going to win some games, you're going to lose some games. Now you just have to adjust and react and see how you're going to win the next game. So, yeah. Yeah. No, it's interesting that you were able to pick that up quite early on. And do you, do you think, there, was there anything that helped you get to that, that like state of, of, of thinking? Um, I was always being an entrepreneur before, you know, uh, I had my own businesses, um, work for myself a lot. So, always had that long-term vision, right, in anything I did. Um, of course, I did some stuff prior to that, like some trying to make some money fast, you know, but this never works, right? This never works. So if you understand the long-term vision, it makes sense. Also, um, listen to one of interview um, with Sammy, um, and he was actually explaining this, this kind of idea. I was like, this makes sense. You know, this makes sense, and it just clicked. So, mm -hmm. yeah, probably that. Actually, it does remind me of a, an interview I listened to with a guy called Naval, and I've mentioned that on the show before. I don't know if you've heard of him, but um, he was he was essentially gets to the point where he's saying, like, if you can master this, and he's not really talking about trading, he's talking about more about 
um, getting your capital to work as opposed to getting people to work for you or working for mm. somebody else, then you've essentially mastered like the whole sort of game of of you True. know finance in, the, in that respect. Now, um, and, and what comes with that, which is freedom. So let's move on to the next part. Uh, if you had to recommend a path for somebody to get to the point where you are, what would you say? Um, a path? Um, I would say to get there, I mean, you got to, hmm. Even what if it's even if it's a, even if it's like a, a just because like I'm not sure no, I'm getting the path word. Sorry for the, it's a Franklish talking. Right ah, okay, now. right. So so like um, <laughs> uh, yeah, if you're if like say if somebody was working a day job and you wanted to get them to the point of growing an account, oh okay, okay. How would how would you do? How, what would you say? Knowing what I know now, here's what I recommend. Okay, perfect. Um, first of all, um, I, I mean, it might surprise a lot of people, but I still have my day job, oh, by the way. Um, and the reason why is um, I'm really passionate about what I do. Um, I sold my businesses before um, to, do ex- to do exactly what I do right now. I'm a sales director with um, a high-end dog food company, um, and I'm really passionate with dogs. The, the, that's why the name, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, kind of merge two passion together. And because there's a saying in English saying, if you work into your passion, you will not have to work another day of your life, right? Yeah. So I find that and I'm just having fun. I got to work with my dogs every day. I go see my customer with my dogs and, you know, it's it's fun. For me, my student always asked, yeah, but why you don't trade full time? It's like, well, first of all, I mean, after 930, what the heck am I going to do? You know, just like, I'm a, I'm a hyperactive guy. I mean, I got to have plans. I, have, I got to have something to do, right? Yeah. And I'm really passionate, like I said, with that. And I'm having fun doing it. I don't feel like I'm working. So until I have that feeling, I'm going to keep on working because it's just fun for me. Um, so, yeah. So, but to go back at that question, um, I mean, to, to go there, I mean, I would say start with an amount of money that you can afford to lose. This is one thing, okay? So don't put at risk, of course, your, your mortgage, you know, your, your, your rent. I mean, don't put your grocery money at risk. This will be dumb, okay? So if you're trading to make money, don't do it, okay? Don't do it because you will lose it. If you're trading to learn a skill and eventually make money, now do it. Okay, because that's two different things. You're not going to have the right mindset. You're not going to have the right mindset. So make sure you put an amount of money that you can lose. Start small. Okay, start building that confidence because trading, a big part of trading is about confidence, confidence and trusting yourself. So build that confidence, getting those small wins. So I think with um, the previous strategy I was using with the 10 pips win, it helped a lot at the end because it helped me. Building that confidence, getting all those wins back to back wins, 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 wins. Ten pits, it was like quick, easy, you know, not easy, but you know, simple. Um, getting those 10 pips, 10 pips, 10 pips, it built up that confidence. So after that, I was able to move to 15 to 20 to, you know, to go higher, let run a run. So you're able to build that confidence. But make sure you build that confidence, go smaller, get those will, get those wins, sorry, um, uh, under your belt and keep going with it you know so that would be that would be one thing and and if you said like hey here's a time frame that i'd focus on to start off with what would it be time frame to start with would be um i would say the 
one hour, 30 minutes. I was, I, yeah, they're pretty equal, to be honest. I, I like the 30 minutes. Cool, cool. Now, um, talking about a price chart, and if you were saying, hey, look, look at these things when you're on a price chart. Go and study them. Go away and study them with you on these time frames that you just mentioned. What would be the three things you'd say are most important to look at? All right, I would say start with price action because I think if you understand price action, it's going to release a lot of stress. Okay, so if you understand how a candle is formed, you're not going to be stressed when you're in a drawdown. So let's say that you're going for a buy, okay? And you, you you open your entry at the opening of the candle, right? So you open your trade right there. And now the trade starts to go in drawdown. It's okay. It's okay to be in a drawdown. It's actually normal. Whoa, big news. All right, so it's normal to be in a drawdown. Because why? Because if you look at candle, how they form, it will always form that bottom wick first before going back up, right? So if you're looking at the 30-minute candle, the first 15 minutes, most of the time, will be spent where? In the downside. And after that, it's going to start pushing your way. So at first, I didn't understand that. So when I was in a drawdown, I was like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. Let me close that. Close, 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 close. <laughs> right? So I was so stressed. But when you get that and you understand that, it's like, it's okay. I know it's going to do that. And after that, it's going to start pushing my way. You and you hear me doing that on the stream like every Tuesday and Thursday. I say that to people as I enter this trade, it's okay, we're in a drawdown right now, it's gonna push up after. And if it doesn't, yeah, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't play out, that's fine, okay. But most of the time, this is exactly what it will do it will print the bottom wick first and go to the upside after. So if you understand that, that will be a big, big, big thing. Second thing will be market structure. I mean, if, if you don't understand market structure, I mean, are we on an uptrend or a downtrend? I mean, this is basic, but it can get confusing when you're looking at all those time frames. You know, so when you're looking at the daily and daily is up, M30 is down, you're like, oh, what the hell is going on? So, I mean, you got to understand market structure. Why are you in a downtrend on the lower time frame and on an uptrend? Because maybe the, up, the, the higher time frame is just retracing down to continue up after. So it's normal, but you got to understand it. So this is one of the things. Um, the third thing I will say, quarter points. Quarter points, um, I really like those. There's, those are little things that uh, I really like to look at, to be honest, you know. Because when I trade, and you're when talking, I trade, sorry, you're talking I, about like uh, 25, 75, 50, 100, yeah? Correct. Okay, yeah. Yeah, correct. Those, those QPs. People call them sometimes, uh, I guess, um, key levels, um, institutional level i don't know there's there's round many numbers names for those. that sort of thing yeah round numbers yeah. you know so those kind of stuff uh but they actually when you know how to use it they can be handy right like how i trade i don't use specific thing i don't i don't use a specific strategy um how i like to call it is i like to build up a case you know if you're a detective and you're building up like a murder case you need to pick up clues and, you know, you got hints and you can build up your case, right? So when I'm looking at a chart, I want to build up my case. Am I buying? Am I selling? And why? And when? So all those tools, it can be FIB, it can be price action, it can be quarter points. All those tools will help me building up that case. So I will not take a buy or sell just because price enter like a FIB level or something. I want to build up my case. I want something solid. So... 
Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Um, now, what about, like, you talked about confidence and, uh, like, I mean, you didn't seem to be struggling that much with a mindset, although you had other sort of issues around money. Do you have any mindset sort of things you do now or things you sort of recommend from a psych- psychology perspective that help get people away from that normal thinking and more into a trader's mindset? I think mindset has to come back with the um, do not stress when you have a loss, um, understand the long-term vision. I think this, the, the thing we talked about, the long-term vision, I think this is probably the key thing for mindset. To, to be honest, this is the key, 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 key thing to understand. Uh, after that, I mean, just don't give up. Just, mm. just keep pushing. Trust yourself. Yeah, so it's and we're just going back to what you said earlier. So the long term thinking is that it's not about making money; it's about learning the skill, and the money will come exactly. eventually. Now, um, exactly because you can obviously leverage it. Uh, now, if you had to recommend somebody spend one month mastering something, what would it be? Um, I would say find your high probability setups. You know, find what's working the most. You know, and just stick with those. Um, I like to call it a playbook. Build up your playbook for one month. You know, maybe you can take two months also and three months, but you have to build up your playbooks. Now people's probably like, what the hell is he talking about a playbook? So, I mean, if you're playing any sports, um, any any team sports, um, you're playing football or soccer, uh, baseball, you know, whatever. Let's say you're playing uh, American football, okay? You're going to the um, Super Bowl game which is the big tournament, you know, this is the ultimate tournament. You're not going to go there facing off the other team without a playbook. Your coach has a playbook. Say, all right, in this situation, we do display. Into this situation, we do display. So my journal is my playbook. So I, I tried different, different, different setups, different entries, and I eliminate everything that was not working and focus only on the one that was working. So my, I leaned my playbook so much that now I'm down to probably like three setups that I'm looking at now. And I was probably looking at 15 at first, you know? So build up your playbook and know exactly how and when to use those plays. Because timing is everything. Timing is everything, especially if you're looking at those, those smart time frame. I mean, timing is everything. Sometimes I take swing trades. I don't have to, to be as precise as a scalp, right, or intraday. I mean, it can be a little, you know, a couple pips over there and there. It doesn't really matter because you're going for the long term. But if you're looking for 15 pips, man, you got to be on point. Uh, so, so, yeah, so definitely pl- build up that playbook to know exactly when and how to use those setups. Cool. And uh, just a quick question before we jump into the quick fire round. Do you use sure. market orders to get in or stop or limit orders? Mainly, uh, most of the time I use um, I use a real time orders like um, I use Magic Key. Okay, right. so it's one button click. It's super easy, super fast. Uh, I calculate my lot size easy, so I don't use I uh, don't use um, pending orders. Okay, always market orders. Okay, and all right, quick fire round. How long did it take you to go from newbie to consistently profitable? I would have to say probably a year and a half ish around there. What's your favorite entry setup? Um, the dog tail setup, I have to say. All right, you guys are welcome to go and investigate <laughs> that. Uh, what strategies do you use to exit or manage trades? Well, you've already talked about that, so you can remind us. 
Well, two exit exit trades I will use most of the time. You will use quarter points, uh, fib extensions, or next support and resistance mostly. Okay. What's your recommended trading book or resource? I don't really have one. I would say those podcasts are awesome. To be honest, I listen to a lot of those. Man, every time every time I cut my grass, got my AirPods and I listen podcasts. You know, so I mean, I watch those videos after. Um, so yeah, I think there's so much stuff. Uh, on YouTube that you can grab. The problem with books is it's all old most of the time. It's old stuff. It doesn't really apply. Um, yeah, so no books recommendation, to be honest. Book recommendation, I will, but for personal growth. Because I think if people doesn't grow as an individual, they cannot grow as a business person. And trading is your own business, right? So if you don't develop a good mindset, you're, you're not going to do it right so there's many 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 good book on personal growth if you want i can send you a recommendation if you want to post it there but yeah definitely uh build up that personal growth cool um what's your preferred broker and trading platform uh black bull market uh and i use i still use mt4 they have mt4 available but i'm just good in my old shoes <laughs> Hey folks, ever wonder what broker I use? Well, I use Hanko Trade. It was a no-brainer because I was looking for a broker with good trading conditions and one that wouldn't restrict my leverage. Now, by joining Hanko Trade, I've also cut down my trading costs significantly with their super low commission of just $1 per 100K. You can learn more at hankotrade.com or just click the link I've put in the description. Um, do you want to walk us through your worst ever trade? Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Um, okay, I have two actually. Um the bonus because the first one i don't know if it counts the first one was when i just 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 got started um and i was using those um signal providers you know when you see people using signals oh my gosh it's easy man you just gotta copy that and make money oh awesome so that signal was on us 30 <laughs> and i had no clue what i was doing right so picked up my phone put the entry put a lot size that no clue how it was working. I put one lot, you know, so on us 30, so you can know the damage. Uh, and instantly I was like minus 2000, which is like 200 pips, right? I was two, 2000 points. Um, and, uh, it was like 200 pips. If I'm not wrong, I was like, Oh my God, I see the numbers. I was like, Oh, I closed it right away. I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, what I just did. So this was probably the worst one money-wise. And it was just dumb, stupid, because I didn't know what I was doing. So again, anyone new here, never do that, please. Uh, so the next one has to be uh, last year. Um, last year, I was actually going for a swing trade. I'm not a swing trader. Um, and I went for a swing trade. And this thing, I placed my stop loss, probably like 50, it was a 50 pips um, stop loss. And I was looking for 125 pip gain, right? So it was pretty good. Um, I thought I placed my stop loss at 50 pips. And this is the ADHD talking, uh, yeah. right? Yep. It was at 500 <laughs> pip stop loss. And I went to bed. Uh, Woke up. Minus 420. Oh, there's yep. nothing worse. No, it, yep. it's, it's so easy to do. It is so easy. Yep. I feel your pain. Uh, it was terrible. I, I was looking at the shoes like, how come? How come? I was like, how come that much money? I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> it's like, 
oh well it is what it is yeah i did something similar the other day where i i the i was gonna put a stop order in and the price was so close to the close of the candle that i was sorry the higher the candle was gonna be at the high that i was like okay what i'll do is i'll just measure the candle and then i'll i'll put the stop order somewhere else and i'll drag it down and so it covers the candle i forgot to drag it down I mean, oh. then, the thing is that it wasn't a bad trade because it, it did actually end up in profit, but it was would have been so much more had I entered the trade at the right time. I was like, it came up and pushed through it, and I'm like, why is it? Why is it so? Why is the profit like hardly anything? Oh, you idiot! You eat, <laughs> oh, you forgot to move it down. Anyway, sorry. Um, right, <laughs> this is the uh, the final question before we wrap up. What's the best way for the guys to get hold of you? Um, I guess. Instagram. Um, yeah, Sasha FX Dog. Um, Instagram website, fxdogsacademy.com. That would be it. Cool. Look, a uh, big thank you to Sasha for sharing with us today. Everything we've discussed here, along with all the links, are in the show notes to find them. Simply search for Sasha, and that is S A C H A in the search box on tradingnut.com. Until next time, I wish all my listeners trading happiness and success. So there we have a folks interview with Sasha done and dusted. Now, if you do want to check out what he does on a price chart, then we have got another video up there on the Trading Nut YouTube channel, which where Sasha walks you through a recent trade and basically how he builds a case to get in the market. So well worthwhile checking that out. Also, while you're over there, do check out the Robot Builders Club. I, as I said, we have done a lot of stuff around probabilities this past few weeks. If you do want to get on board with that, then check out the free training uh, over there on tradingnut.com. And last but not least, we've got some great new episodes coming up. So please stay tuned for the channel, stay subscribed, and we'll see you in the next one.